I'll start us off in the West. I know this is going to be a hot take. Number one in the West. Jacob, go. Portland. Can I go first? Can I go? Oh, did you say? Wait, what? Did he say? Who did he say? Portland. What? I think the Portland. Have Portland won, and I have reasons for this. Oh, this, oh. Is, this, is, why oh. We, this is why you don't make a podcast. For yeah. guys like this, Jacob, go ahead, go ahead make oh, just, just for reference, Jacob, just for record, I have the Portland Trailblazers 10th in feel, the West. And I feel like he was generous. So, how does he get pulled so, back from that? Uh, all right. I slightly, like 30 minutes after making it. Yeah, we're going to criticize his ass <laughs> so hard. Okay, so, give me, give me a second. Let me get yeah, it. Go ahead. Make a case. I want to hear it. So, I'll preface this by saying I slightly regretted it after doing it, but I'm going to ride by it for the entire. Well, to your credit, to your credit, everything that we're saying was written down before the season started. So we, none of the knowledge. There's that, no, there's no possible credit to that one. I think there is. I think <laughs> that I think one was an argument most, to be made. Well, they had a decent, well, so they went fire with the Lakers in the okay. first round, but. Go ahead, buddy. I'm going to get another drink, but I can still hear you. This because LeBron likes to lose and doesn't give a shit about the first two games in the first round. That's why this Portland only – Portland Trailblazers. First game. That's the only – okay, go for were, it. The Blazers last year were riddled with injuries. Nurkic was out for the majority of the season. Nurkic. Yes, so there's – You're writing at Nurkic. Okay, go for it. Okay. Damian Lillard knows – that they're not going to win a championship in Portland as the roster is currently constructed, which means their regular season is their only chance to really make a name for themselves and to get the highest seating possible will just obviously help them last as long as possible. They're not going to win a ring. Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum are going to be playing so freely this regular season because you say because they're not going to for anything. They have no expectations. There's no pressure on them. In, okay. You can go ahead, Victor. Well, you can go. No, no, no. Sorry. No, 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 no. That's, go ahead. That's it. That's it. You feel like they don't have expectations. They're not going to. They don't have any expectations. And Damian Lillard coming. They want to represent. I think season. Damian Lillard wants to win some fucking thing. <laughs> He's going to want to win a championship. He's going to put himself through because he has hope. In most, especially McCollum, that won like. Uh, yeah. Of made 44 points. I feel like he's going to want to go for at least a playoff run. That's what I'm saying is that they have to get as high as possible because they're not going to win the championship. They were the two seed two years ago, correct? Yes. And then they got injured. That's why they weren't a high playoff seed last year. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't, I understand it is a very hot take to have them number one. So why would you put him over LeBron? Two or three. Why would you put him over LeBron? Why over LeBron? Like yeah, but in the Lakers, I feel like that's going to be an unstoppable team. Which, which for the record, I have number one. I, I think they'll win the most games in the league. Well, maybe not the league, but definitely in the West. I, I don't think they're there. even going to be the third highest uh, like wow. win percentage. Well, you think they're going to take it easy, save their energy for the postseason? LeBron's not even going to play defense until like February or March. I, well, so let me make that's a case. True. Let me make a case for the Lakers being number one because if we're going to one one number at a time. I have Lakers one, and the reason specifically has very little to do with LeBron other than being the leader on the team and being a narrative builder. I think Anthony Davis is going to take that jump. I think he's going to feed off LeBron's talk about him being MVP, all this shit, being defensive player of the year. And that the team that just won the championship, guess what? They just got younger. They got younger and more vigilant. They've got Montrezl Harrell, who is defending sixth man of the year. And, yeah, he played like shit in the bubble, 
but his mom or someone, his grandma died like right before he went into the bubble, missed the funeral to be at the bubble. I mean, and plus that whole team was dog shit. And, and it, Harold's contribution has really nothing to do with finesse or scoring. It has everything to do with being competent and energetic. So exactly. and that's regular season shit. Um, so there's that. Uh, their starting point guard just got younger. They went from Rondo, who you don't know if he's going to fucking tear his Achilles or show up the next game. Well, Rondo's very uh, liable. I mean, if he's reliable, healthy. if he's healthy. Yeah. But the thing is, he'll miss six months because of some shit. You don't have to worry about Dennis Shooter. Dennis Shooter is going to show up. You don't. Who also was a? He was second runner up for sixth man of the year, right? So they got the the winner and second runner up in their starting lineup this year. You don't win six man of the year awards unless you are a regular season go getter. Doesn't matter if it's Wednesday night versus butt fuck. You know who cares? You're going to play hard, even if it's garbage minutes. So I think that the the defending championships got wiser, they got smarter, and they got younger. So now they're part of the helm that's only going to help. So I have them one. I agree. I have them third. The thing is, is that obviously AD is going to be more confident this season. Um, obviously, you know, coming off that championship run, there's all that stuff included. But last season, whenever LeBron stepped off the court, the Lakers really struggled to get points. And that's with AD on the floor. Um, and obviously, I know they're talent-wise, they're better. But I don't think it's going to be night and day compared to how it was last year. I think it's going to be another year of Anthony Davis getting used to carrying the full load well, of the offense. Can I ask a question? Jacob, uh, is, uh, since you know more about the Blazers than I do, are they a big team like the Lakers are? With no, they're, they're, they're a small team. Yeah, that's another huge disadvantage when you got AD. What is it, Wiggins? Not Wiggins. Uh, was that guy that transferred, um, um, went to the Lakers from Warriors? Went to the Lakers from Warriors? Yeah, the like, big center. Oh, uh, Cousins? No. No, Zubac. I, I love, oh, McGee? McGee. McGee's McGee. over in Cleveland now. He's in, he's in Cleveland? Yeah. Zubac. <laughs> oh, what? I don't know why they got rid of that. So they have to rely on uh, – what's that guy I don't like? Because he's absolute crappy. He's massive. Are you talking about Howard? Yeah. Howard's in the Sixers now. Oh, that's another reason yeah, why they, they got rid of two big men that were old. They traded up. They got younger. Well, the Lakers I, are better this year. Well, Howard was a smart move. Position. That guy was garbage. I love yes, to see him on the I court. Not, the only reason that worked out is because LeBron's on the team. LeBron's not going to put up with your shit. Well, he uh, made him get into play. Okay, well, who's the guy who went to Cleveland again? McGee. McGee. He's, He's so good. McGee was even to play 12 minutes a game. Like He, he, he was, was good he was for the so Warriors. Good. He would give you five quality minutes before he just was in on but His defensive um, – his height. I take Harold over him. I take Harold over him any day of the week, I think. Yes. But the thing though, is that have a height, it just doesn't matter. The Blazers being small, I don't think, is, is, a, is a knock on them. That's a good trade. The Blazers being small, I don't think, is a knock on them. As it is a knock on them. As well, as in terms of postseason success. Yeah. Yeah, postseason success, I agree. But regular season, they're just going to be running around, shooting whatever the fuck they want to shoot. Well, you got I, AD I who better than he was in past seasons. I respect the take, Jake. Uh, I've got them 10th in the West. So I, Why do you have them so low, though? Well, I, I have them so low because there are nine teams that I'd love to tell you about that I think are going to have a better regular season than the Blazers. Okay. So who do you have second? <laughs> well, he put Mavericks. I have the Clippers second. Oh. Okay, let me give you my top four. Okay. I've got Lakers, Mavericks, Nuggets, Clippers. Okay. Lakers, Mavericks. And there's, 
let me make the case. And the reason I went to four is because those are obviously, you know, top four teams are typically the best four teams. And those are the teams that are, have the most uh, um, contention for a title. So Lakers, we already talked about it. Mavericks, we already talked about it in the sense of Luka being MVP. But if you have an MVP on your team, you should have title, title aspirations unless you're Westbrook and you win a shitty MVP on a shitty year. Um, but that's another conversation. I think the Mavericks are going to win a lot of games this year. Of course, a lot of that depends heavily on Chris Stapps being healthy. Um, and if he's not healthy, then that may impact it. But we just saw them uh, kick the Clippers' ass without Chris Stapps versus the Clippers who have fractures all over their team. But I just oh, think they're going to win a lot of teams. They didn't have the Kawhi. They didn't have Kawhi, but I, I just think the Mavericks are going to win a shit ton of games. I think they're going to be competent, well-coached. They're, I, they're I, not I, going I, to quit any night. They're not going to take any night yeah, off. I would put Mavericks over Clippers. Which I do. Um, and then I have Nuggets. Nuggets specifically because of and it well and it's entirely because of their postseason run last performance, year. Performance, yeah. I mean, holy shit. They went to seven versus the Jazz, who I also have in the playoffs. Seven games versus the Jazz. Then they went to seven games versus the Clippers and beat the Clippers. And then they went to uh five games versus the Lakers. This is a team that went to the Western Conference Finals last year. To not have them in the top three would be just too disrespectful. But you think they would beat the the Warriors now that, that uh, Draymond Green's coming back um, in a playoff series? This yes. season, yes. But it's I want to though, play down to the Yeah, well, Clay changes everything for sure. Up to bottom, the Nuggets did not get better though. You're you're going to be fully relying on Jamal Murray fully taking that next step. I'm 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 going to I'm buying Jamal Murray. I bought a lot of Jamal Murray stock in his run last year and i'm going to take his and uh Jokic's advice and not disrespect them um we spend a lot of time talking about the clippers blowing their 3-1 lead not enough time talking about the nuggets taking that series out of the clippers hands and it's they've got a habit of doing it they went to seven their last like five playoff runs have been seven games this is a team that has heart that doesn't want to lose and that finds um, um, fuel when other teams can't. So I, I think they're going to win a lot of games. They've won, they were the one seed like two years ago, the two seed last year or something like that. I mean, it's not out of their own possibility for them to be three or four. Um, and regardless of whether or not I think they could do anything in the postseason, I think three is a very, very smart spot to put them. And then fourth, I have the Clippers because Clippers are have a lot of talent um, and you've got Kawhi Leonard Padre on your team, you're going to win a lot of games. But I mean, I don't think they're going to do anything in the postseason. I'll run you through my four. I have Portland, one, Clippers, two, Lakers, three, Mavs, four. Yeah, that's interesting. You have Clippers, two, and then Lakers, three? Yeah. Clippers are going to take the regular season a lot more seriously than than the Lakers are. Do you think just because of how badly last year went? That's, like, that was my only reasoning. Number two. I think think regardless of what you say about their chemistry in the postseason – they're perfect for just scoring a lot of points in, in the regular season. And, uh, I mean, you saw Paul George. I, today was a bad Paul example. Yeah. You I don't think Kawhi gives a shit. Couple games, I don't think right? he gives a shit about anything anybody said. The what? I don't think Kawhi gives a shit. Like, he's like, okay, um, we're all still – like, I'm pretty sure after they had that whole thing last year and the little management conversation was being had, I'm, I'm sure he went to the organization and was like, hey, we're so cool, right? Like, I don't have to practice. I, think so. I don't think he gives a shit. He's there for his money. He's there to be at home. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he, that guy who's that elite of a player, he wants to win championships. And when he looks down the court and he sees who he's playing with, 
Well, there's I mean, no reason the Clippers should have lost I, I, him I, I, around in his ability to play with that team. Well, because I, he can't right. he can't be like, this is the best I got. I'm surrounded by like Ginobili or Tim Duncan. I'm, I mean, or, or Kyle Lowry. Yeah, like Kyle Lowry, like the, all these badass players that really want to win and have talent to back it up. Yes, they're not as good as him, but they're it's, close. But it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's something to work with. I feel like Clippers don't have something to work with. He looks at Paul George like he's a douchebag. And Paul George thinks uh, just because he makes uh, three more points more than anyone else, he has authority in that team. And since he's on the 2001 2K. <laughs> I think it's going to be tough for – I mean, Paul George played great the first couple of games. Um, I think as far as the team chemistry goes, it's going to be really hard for him to redeem uh, himself. Uh, I mean, you saw him – there was those reports that came out or after some of those losses in the postseason, I mean, you you hear reports of players eye rolling behind his back and, and talking about him behind his back after he would try to rally the team. Yeah, rally because they don't, he doesn't perform and then he expects or he acts like a leader. But when you're not putting enough points on the scoreboard, it's kind of falling on deaf ears here. Yeah, I think that's, that, that's true. But I think it's less about him – being a leader as why I think they were rolling their eyes. It was like, I think you pointed it out where it's like, yeah, if you're point, if you're not scoring, then what are you doing? Well, the league, the league is very much. So what have you done for me lately? It's not about what you did a few years ago. It's not about the shit you do with the Pacers, his career with the thunder. And now what he's done with the Clippers has been mediocre at best. Yeah, but how long has it been since he played for the Indiana? He can't hide behind that anymore. Well, I think that that's what we're seeing is that people were his clout was off of what he had done with that team versus LeBron's teams those years. And uh, that's been carrying him up to this point. That got him through his failures with OKC. For whatever reason, because Jacob and I were very lonely yeah. on our ship of yeah, shit all over him every, yeah. before he got traded to the Clippers. Yeah, you got everyone criticized Westbrook and not him. Yes. Yeah, yeah he got off free for his horrible performance. For no reason. Like, that was not on Russell Westbrook. But no, I He's on both of them. They both sucked. Well, sure. well, well, when Paul, Westbrook had Westbrook a good game, he had, he had like 20 for 60 points. 60. For 60 shots. Yeah, shit. exactly. Yeah. He, 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 he wasn't games. efficient, but at least he was out there. He was Paul George is just like scoring. Well, he scored seven points in an elimination game. Was that it? I think like four, five, or some, something like that. I'm thinking just like, what the fuck? What no. was that one game? No, it was probably a series of games him not performing. But that one specifically. Yeah, that stands out. Like for in sure. an elimination game. Yeah. I think I would have a lot less of a problem with Paul George right now if, you know, even after a shitty play, even after all that in the postseason, um, I think the, the most I have an issue with him on is, uh, is the fact that he diverted all of the blame. I mean, right. he blamed it on uh, Doc Rivers' placement of him and said he wasn't getting enough pick and rolls or getting enough open looks. But in reality, if you look back, he got more pick and rolls and more open looks than he ever has in, in, yeah. in the past. Um, and, you know, bad play calls does not explain you hitting the side of the backboard in, in a game seven. I mean, I mean, it was not the coach's fault. Um, right. And he today after this loss, after that, you know, the crazy loss in the Mavericks, he did say that the blame was on him. So I appreciated that he did that. But I, I think he has this really bad habit of just saying that we'll get him next time. And uh, right. it's been happening for the last three years. And, I mean, I think it's starting to catch up to him. People are starting to realize that, you know, you need to actually back up what you're saying. 
And uh, you know, all that said, I still have him. I still have him num- number two. So I got him four. I would have him around four or five. Um, so I'm going to give you my five through eight. Okay. Ready? I've got Warriors, Suns, Grizzlies, Pelicans. Grizzlies, Pelicans. Interesting. So I don't even have the Pelicans or the Grizzlies in the playoffs at all. Um, my, five through eight, my five through eight is Denver, Jazz, Suns, and then Houston. Houston is really tough because, you know, you don't know how well. I didn't know where to place them, to be honest. I didn't know. And this is also before we saw Harden do what he did last night. It's like, hey, guys, I'm still an MVP guy. Yeah, it's like I may be 20 pounds fat. Yeah, I assume regardless of whether or not he's on your team, he doesn't give a shit. That's what I assume. So I ended up putting the Rockets 11. I'm not I even mean, playing. I can't argue with that. I mean, you know, some people have the Rockets finishing fourth, regardless of all this. I mean, it's really hard. Yeah, if you would come at me and said, well, Rockets going to finish fifth in the West, I, I can't say no. If he's going to score 44 points on any given night, I, I can't <laughs> yeah. argue with and I will say, if it's unfortunate for the Rockets that James Harden wants out now and that he's doing all this now because, I mean, they debatably have the, the best supporting cast around him, period, like that he's had since he got to the Rockets in 2012. I don't know about that. that the Chris Paul teams were good. I mean, those were really good. Yes, I, I'm just saying it's debatable. I mean, you have John Wall. Yeah, who, it's not garbage, if that's your point. Like, he didn't really miss much of a beat. And then you have – DeMarcus Cousins, who you got for dirt cheap, who was trying to make a name for himself, who has the perfect situation for the Rockets. Yeah. Christian Wood. I mean, you, you can go, go down the line. I mean, there's a lot of really quality players here. And, um, and it, it's a shame that the, the Harden era is about to end for them because they could have had one more solid go. But, uh, I, again, I think he's going to be traded before the, before the deadline. So, so, five, I've got Warriors. Warriors specifically, and again, this picks before we saw how the first few games have gone for that team. Um, I think that Steph is going to have a top three or four MVP uh, run. I don't think he's going to win it, and I I wouldn't pick him to win it, Um, but I think he's going to make a run for it. I think we're going to see Steph be um, the player that we always wondered if it existed. And what I mean by that is, be the what Damian Lillard has had to be the last like six years, just carry. Um, yeah, and, carry and lose, carry and lose, and, and and do it with dignity, and don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter who you're playing any given night. You're gonna go for their heart. You're gonna tear it to shreds. You're gonna pull it out of their body and stomp on it in front of them, in front of their family. That's that's well, what we get from Damian Lillard, and that's why Damian Lillard has so much respect. No matter where you, I mean, I have him tenth. And that's not even – it's not a knock on him. It's just the team and the, the rest of the, uh, the conference. You got him first, so. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> really, we, how the Warriors not making it. I mean, yeah, I mean, Steph Curry is a, is a, is a top 10, top 15 player of all time. Maybe top uh, – top, we don't need to discuss the exact player, but he's one of the greatest players of all time. Uh, greatest shooter of all time, I think, bar none. Yeah, that, that's a safer bet. He's the greatest shooter of all time. Yeah. Um. I will say, though, regardless of all that tenacity that he has, this is a terrible year to have to carry a team in the West, um, especially with, you know, Steph Curry having a history of injuries, and he just came off a bad one last year. Um, Yeah. I I think – It was a wrist injury. Well, the thing is, the the more he is – 
is expected of him, the more he's going to um, try to carry that team. The more he's, he's 31. He, he, he's and, yeah. in the, the and latter he's, half of his. <laughs> right. The harder he plays, the more he's at risk. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's my, here's my thinking going into it. Damian Lillard has any, been two through eight somewhere in the conference uh, playoffs, right? Damian Lillard, with regardless of the cast, I mean, he's had CJ, um, but, you know, with injuries or whatever the case would be, he's been irrelevant. He's made sure it happened. I, I think we'd all agree that apples to apples, equal playing field, Steph is better than Dame. I agree. Oh, yeah. Well, to, to take whatever, whatever way you can level it out, prime for prime, you know, I would say Steph well, is, is a Damian better player Lillard, all time uh, than Dame. I mean, I don't know Dame Damian Lillard enough, but is it overall – well, obviously shooting is, is – is uh, Steph's game. And that's Dame also Dame's game. game. But yeah. Dame, but Steph's just better at but it. But how about his overall player? Like, they're he, very, pass, very similar. IQ, all that. Here, right, boys. I'm going to run to the bathroom real quick. You guys continue talking. Yeah, Damian okay. Lillard doesn't stand out um, in his other aspects of his game. Not quite as much. In terms of, like, the, the shiftiness and the cutting and the it's where the fuck is he thing that Steph does to Well, that he – even better. I say Steph is better. How about like game playing? Um, well, yeah, he's a team guy. He's, I mean, yeah, he brings the team together. Right. Well, he fits his expo. Well, he's more efficient. He walked into a beautiful situation with Clay Thompson. Yes. Draymond uh, Green, Igadala, and, and Kerr. Yeah. Who's right hand man? Well, pop. I think I think Steph has averaged over forty. Part of if I was going to make the case for Dame, yes, which I'm not, I, I would assume it would be the case would be the because he has uh, teams, right? he's got teams more of a team guy. He makes people better. He he's a he's a threat even if it's not the highest level of basketball. Well, but yeah, I would you, assume if you're not that good in shooting, but you're that caliber of a player, you're making other things happen. Yes, like like LeBron, not the best shooter, <laughs> but right. he makes he's he, his other his other aspect of his game is crazy good. That influences any game he's in. Yeah, I'm so, not totally you, but if, and that probably explains the efficiency numbers. Um, but I, because like now, well, now he's put to the test, definitely, because he now he's without Clay this year, and he's without all those giants of a man like uh, KD and right. Iguodala's intelligence and, and so, everybody's a little older. Draymond Green is he's a little older. He, he's been injured too many times, so he's he's put in a sh- crappy spot. Like yeah. it sounds like his uh, really spot. I, yeah, his height, his highlights, or his peak in basketball, it's coming to an end because now he has less talent with him, and he's older, and he's been past more injuries now than ever. Yeah, if well, Clay was healthy. If Clay was healthy, they'd be in, in the Western Conference. Well, that'd be a different so, conversation. To tie up the Warriors conversation, Steph's and his team's play in the last three games since the season started has not backed up my take. That much is clear. But going into this season. I was very confident that Steph, in a, in a league where we're not sure what the Clippers are, where we're not sure what the Suns are with, with Chris Paul and, and the young guys coming up and Damian Lillard, okay, that show again, um, the Lakers and the Clippers, all that. Steph seemed like a guy that was going to be a true north and was going to play his heart out. And to me, that seemed, that seemed to warrant the fifth spot in the West. I can't argue that. We'll, argue we'll that. see what happens. But, uh, um, yeah. For context, I, have, I have the Warriors ninth. So they're going to be in the playoff tournament as far as I'm concerned, but right. I don't think that they're good enough to, to actually have a legitimate playoff spot. Okay, so that's five. Uh, six, I've got the Suns. 
you had them what eight i have the sun seven seven so not uh, much of a difference there but you know i think they're gonna make the biggest jump um you know, I will say that the Suns head coach, I didn't even think about him for coach of the year. That's a, that's another huge one potentially. Yeah, absolutely. The worst team in the West to, I think because of Chris Paul and, and his IQ and his talent instantly a playoff team. I don't think, I don't think yeah. any of us are really going to debate that. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't agree or I wouldn't disagree. I don't think they're a top four team in the West, obviously just because of how loaded it is, but I don't think there's any reason to, to debate five through eight with them at all. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the Suns? Well, it's, you know, circumstances have improved with Chris Paul. But, For sure. Um, I don't know. There's, there's too many good teams that he has, they have to face. So, yeah, they'll win a lot, I'm assuming. But usually when the – I'm assuming they're going to win against mediocre teams. And when they get to the big teams, it's going to be what you expect. Yeah, yeah. a lot of defense. Nothing hopeful there. That's a, that's a huge – and I think that's unfortunate for Chris Paul because I feel like he deserves a win as good as he is. Yeah. And in, in the telling he thinks he should. Uh... Well, I think at this point, Chris Paul knows. Uh, I think that move to the Suns was clear that he knows that he's not going to be winning a title. Sure. About, um, you know, trying Booker to create a bigger legacy, um, making teams better. Like he did with the Thunder. That was an excellent example. No one thought they were going to make the, the playoffs last year. And he, he almost beat the Rockets in seven. I mean, he took James Harden to seven. And um, I, I mean, that was. I think it was a one possession game. His career than anything else in his, in, in his past. Yeah. yeah, I would like to see Chris Paul at the Nets. That would have been fun. That would have been, been fun instead of Harden or some other trade. I'd rather see him because I feel like now he has a chance. Um, he's not the primary scorer, but he's like a smart guy, point guard on, yeah. on the court. I feel like that would have been a beautiful thing to see, but. It would have been fun, but the Nets would have lost that trade because the, they would have had to give up a lot for, for Chris Paul, and it wouldn't have been worth it in the long run, I don't think. Cause... Yeah, really? Was he like 35? He's, well, he's... The, the, the Thunder want what the Nets couldn't give, which is picks and future. They're um, only that's what the Suns could give because they've just been acquiring that shit forever. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I had Suns six. Seven, I had Grizzlies, and I'll toss in eight Pelicans because I think the arguments are very similar. At least they were in my mind for why I picked them. Um, it's all youth. It's all youth and upgrading. Um, and so at this point, when I had picked these, we had preseason games. Mm-hmm. And I think in a preseason game, um, uh, Ingram and um, – oh, why can't I think of his, his name? Lonzo Ball. Zion. Zion. Um, they combined for like 60 points in a preseason game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think people are going to get better. I think Brandon Ingram well, just won the uh, yeah, most improved player. He's, he's a competent player. Yeah, he's definitely a threat. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. him, Zion, and, and then to be more specific to why I picked, you know, the team over them, Grizzlies, to be seven seed, um, is I think John Morant's the real deal. I have no clue who that is. I think John Morant is – he. so he is – he was picked second under Zion in that draft, but he won Rookie of the Year because he played the whole year. So Zion how did hurt. he do last year? Amazing. He won, well. year. Oh, he won Rookie of the Year? Yeah. Well, he's amazing. I mean, like, you'd love him. You really would love I mean, him. He, he, he just might be a starter on the All-Star team this year. He might be. I mean, he's really fucking good. And he's been amazing through the preseason. And obviously, I didn't get these the regular season games to influence this pick. But through the first three games – 
he's been fucking dynamite. I mean, he's, he's so goddamn. He's faster. He can jump higher. He he he's has to swagger to his game. It's just everything is uh, is acute. It's accurate. It's it's deliberate. Um, and it's fast and just flashy. It's it's a great fucking game. How the I hell have I heard of him? I thought the flashy uppercomer was Kobe White. No, no not even like, not compared yeah, to. That. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, anyone is a. A bull's dick sucker, because of uh, because of um, Michael Jordan. So just no, no, no. I, I'm a Bulls. Uh, well, he's from Chicago. I'm from Chicago, so that's why I'm a fan of the Bulls and the Bears, and they suck too. That's a different conversation I can have with these Wheeler boys, but they don't know a damn thing about football. <laughs> that's true. Search, search your own podcast. We won. We won today. <laughs> start your own fucking baseball podcast thing. Get the fuck out of here. Baseball. Football <laughs> shows how much we know. <laughs> Football, motherfucker, bears. Yeah, oh, yeah we're, we're not going to go into any other sports on this one. Apparently not. I'm a lone wolf here. Um, so yeah, that's why I picked them seven and eight. Who do you have? So seven, I already said was the Suns, um, and then I have uh, Houston eight. And you know, I've already explained both of those. You know, Houston <laughs> might be a huge question mark for the entire season especially up until the the moment James Harden gets traded so I threw Houston in there just I gave them a spot because they've made the playoffs every year for the last however many years James Harden has been on that team um and you know I I think they have the coach and they have the personnel to to make the playoffs regardless um, of whenever James Harden gets traded yeah, I mean, so I mean, I had uh, the, the Blazers in my list fell off, the Jazz fell off, the Rockets fell off, um, and then I had so the bottom half of my Western Conference is has a lot of faith in the future in upcoming players, mm-hmm. um, which I, you know I could be wrong. I have no idea what's going to happen, but that is where my head was. I feel that I'll, I'll go ahead and give my nine through fifteen. Yeah, um, so I have the Warriors nine. I have the Pelicans 10. I have the Grizzlies 11. The Timberwolves 12. The Kings 13. The Spurs 14. And OKC 15. I mean, you know, uh, same shit, different smell over here. I've got uh, after eight Pelicans, I've got nine Jazz, 10 Blazers, 11 Rockets, 12 Spurs, 13 Kings, 14 Thunder, 15 Timberwolves. That's shocking that you have the Jazz so low. I think Donovan Mitchell is, is going to make a huge jump this year. I think he's a one-man show, and I don't think he's had enough experience to be a Damon Lillard with a one-time show and still make it happen. But what do you call Rudy Gobert? Uh, a big man who can just stand around. Um, sure, hey, it might win more games than I have them allotted to um, in the regular season, but – I just don't see it being if, – if, if Donovan Mitchell doesn't go off for 40 a night, they're not going to win versus the best teams in the league. Um, I'm just not high on it. I, I think I – think, uh, I think I'm, I'm higher Donovan on Mitchell, than you are. Yeah. And, well, I haven't been high on him ever. Uh, I mean, I was um, – I haven't been high on that team since his rookie year when I picked him over Ben to win rookie of the year. Um. So, I mean, hey, I don't know. I'll probably be proven wrong, but that's just my gut. I see them winning less games. I, I have the six. kicked more often. Because I have them six right now. So, we will see. I mean, I've got them in the plan, so. Uh, that, 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 that's fair. Um, my reason- I, feel, I feel worse about my Blazers pick than I do about my Donovan Mitchell pick. 
I so I've I've really mixed feelings on my Pelicans Grizzlies takes because Pelicans are going to be in the plan tournament, but Grizzlies are completely out of it on my thing. I I think they're gonna they're gonna win a lot. Um, obviously, you know them being in the West this year especially. Um, I don't think they're gonna be able, be able to do that much, but I think this year is not gonna be it for them. But I think next year is gonna be the real year that. The Pelicans, the Grizzlies, the Mavericks, the Jazz, all these guys, or the Celtics, all these teams make that next leap where it's like, okay, LeBron's old, um, all, KD's getting old, Steph Curry's old, like where it's the, the true new generation of players. I don't think that's this year, but I think next year, um, I don't think it's it's a debate to have them in the playoffs next year, um, but this year I think the West right. is so loaded that it's 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 tough to put them in. Couldn't find a spot for them. Yeah, we'll see. I think it could be in John Moran's case could be a case of demanding that the league go at his pace because he's arrived, and it's not about him waiting for people to get old. It's a set regardless. He's here uh, to face the league competition. So. And that's why I have him higher. I think the Timberwolves will be the worst team in uh, the conference because they've sucked anyway, and their best player lost seven family members due to COVID this year. So I don't think he gives a shit about the league. I also just got a, uh, a notification saying um, uh, that Cat just uh, suffered a left wrist uh, dislocation and will be reevaluated weekly on a return. So he's out right now. So it's just going to be broken himself. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, I'm not playing this game anymore. It's they sad. started the season two and oh, they started the season two and oh. That's impressive. Uh, I just didn't think so. He, he, there was a quote about how, you know, like, you know, how Isaiah Thomas, whenever he had that whole thing where his sister died in the playoffs when he was with Boston, yeah, and he used that as fuel, yeah, and like he, this was an escape from, from his real life grief. Um, and just to for, for that hour or so, he could just play the game. It would remind him of his sister. When um, that came up in an interview with Kat, because <clears throat> he lost his mom and he lost six other family members due to COVID this year. Damn. Yeah. Um, and he said that and his parents were super – he came up in a good family. He's not one of those stories like LeBron or, you know, fill in the blank yeah, yeah. player. Or Kevin Durant's very similar story. started just, just uh, poor and just – had basketball changed his life. That's not the case with Cat. He came from a good family, good parents. They were so supportive. They were at every game, and he lost his mom. So he he relates so closely basketball to his mother that I can't imagine. I don't know what he's averaging through three games, um, but uh, I don't. I think it would be um, mind blowing for him to have a career year this year. I mean, no one can expect that of him. Going through what he's going through right now, I'd be like, I think I'm just going to be on the basketball and move to an island. <laughs> I have enough money at this point to buy an island to go live there by myself and just live my life because it's all bullshit. Uh, he's averaging 19 points so far for the first couple games. 19 points, 11 and a half rebounds, five assists. Good. Well, not bad. He's going to be out fine. for a while, though, and I'm sure he, he, it's he's fine. happy about that. Uh, the problems in that team are well beyond Cat, though. Definitely, definitely. D'Lo is not going to be the the cure-all for that team. I would honestly probably agree with that. I don't think – five I, or six. Seven, but I think – Five or six? Yeah, I have little – I mean, it would be so freaking entertaining to watch Kyrie against LeBron. That would be like the highlight of my basketball watching 
Well, like both sides, KD versus LeBron on equal teams, and then well, it's narratives. It's like yeah, yeah. ways. It's like LeBron's like it's like LeBron in a candy shop. Sure, like, LeBron is gonna want to eat up those guys. AD is gonna be just the sidekick of LeBron that doesn't like. Oh, these are your enemies. I guess they're my enemies too. But uh, yeah, it's definitely tasty for LeBron to go against KD. But there's a beef between Kyrie and and and, and LeBron. Um, so I have a little bit of a take. I think if the Lakers go up against any other team that's not the Nets in the East in the finals, I think AD wins finals MVP. But I think if it's the Nets, oh, I think to LeBron's going to win finals MVP because LeBron is going to want to go that extra mile just to shut both of them down. Because that's been – both of those guys, for different reasons, have been his the bane of his existence right. for a long time. Um, you know, by that point in the season, Steph Curry's already at home, sitting at home watching the games. Yeah, yeah, but KD is not so much of a, 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 a an enemy of LeBron, um, because I, just because yeah, he's the best player and the best team in the world. Yeah, of course he's gonna be a threat. But once he stands down from that team that kept them kicking his butt, it wasn't KD always kicking his butt. It was the Warriors in general that kept them kicking his butt. How many teams? How many times did he lose? Against the Warriors total. Who, LeBron? Yeah. Four. Four times. Four. Well, how many time times the Warriors were in the finals? So how, many, how many times the KD was on that team? Uh, three. Two. Two, 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 no, two. Well, yeah, he was... well, I guess it, it was still even. Three, but the, the final one wasn't versus LeBron. So, so two, two playoff runs with KD against LeBron with, while he was on the Well, I guess that still will be tasty for LeBron to win that one. But I'm sure with Kyrie, Over... more of a, a, a like, man – leaving and talking smack and talking shit that's the main yeah. thing talking shit lebron's exactly. left his own teams before so i don't think he ever held that against Kyrie. yeah he would have hoped he stayed but he gets it you know if he can make his decisions other players yeah he's cares. a trash talker it's that he talks shit and yeah he, and he never owns up to it lebron's smart enough with the and, media to and, never and, say anything and, he, and but... he's never nice enough to give credit to lebron where credit's due so yes Le- it's going to be the most tastiest thing if they fight if they face off each other and i will cheer for Kyrie. If oh, that that's happens. fine. That's fine because you'll get your. It'll be. It would be so enjoyable to watch LeBron just put Kyrie in his little bitch play. That's true. It would be, but also it would be so nice to see LeBron lose. With, against the, KD, Kyrie. with the KD aspect of it, I think for for the better part of ten years, LeBron kept hearing that KD was the best player in the world. And that was the debate: was LeBron and KD. Um, and if LeBron he, has a he chance, he never signs of being threatened. The what? LeBron would never. Shows signs of being threatened by KD because KD is an uh, educated professional. LeBron is also an educated professional. They're not like trying to uh, whip up gossip where gossip is not even merited. I think so too, but I mean, I think LeBron is very aware of the placement of the NBA. And yeah. Or I think if he looks in his rear view mirror, I mean, KD is not far behind him. And I think that if you got a chance to play him in the finals, I, I think he would love yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like it would be enjoy. I feel like since he's uh, competitor in the highest level. I feel like it'd be more of a competition and, and, and not so much of all the drama outside the court that comes with someone else like Kyrie. I would agree with that. About, this is basketball and I could prove myself to this kid that now we're finally on uh, more of an equal standing when it comes to teams. You're in a, an, an inferior team than you were. I'm on a better team. I'm probably going to kick your butt with my better team, but now we're more like level playing field. I think the only drama and stress of winning would more come with Kyrie. At least I would feel like I need to kick this kid's butt 
Mm. Definitely more concerned about kicking Kyrie games. for sure. Definitely way more concerned. And I hope I win by 40 each game. Well, I also think LeBron and Katie are cool. Like back in like 2010, 2011, when LeBron first went to the Heat and Katie was coming up with the Thunder, Mm. they were boys. Oh, like he like LeBron took Katie under his wing. Like they hung out, they trained together. Um, And I only think that you know once Katie went to the Warriors, and maybe the timeline of it could have coincided with with Katie becoming friends with Kyrie, and Kyrie always hated LeBron. (laughs) So maybe that's kind of changed the relationship. That's pure speculation. I have no idea if that's anywhere close to reality, but. Um, that's when the it, the rift really began. When Katie became a contention for best player in the in the league, is when there was somewhat of a of a shift. Um, but uh, in any case, I have the LeBron winning that series. What did I say? In six. In six. Yeah. Lakers in six. I think that's fair. I would agree with Victor. Yeah, I, I mean, it all depends. I feel like how Lakers walk away from the Mavs if they walk away in six or seven games and they're exhausted, yeah, it's going to take longer time. And it's going to be more uh, more fun for fans, especially me, if I see Kyrie winning a couple. I don't yeah. like Kyrie, but um, it would be gratifying to see him beat LeBron, at least have a taste of victory before he gets swallowed. So, yeah. yeah I, I think it's – The Lakers for sure is going to win, I feel like. There's no doubt. And Lawrence home. Oh, I locked her out. I think as a final thought, whatever team comes out of the East is obviously going to have a way easier path than whatever team comes out of the West, just because of the talent on both sides. Um, So I think that that's going to play a a factor, but I think the Lakers talent wise are just so much better than every other team in the league. I I think, like you said, they're going to wrap it up in five or six, regardless of how difficult that path was to get there. But, uh, but that's all I have in terms of my, the info that I have. That's everything I've got. That's all the predictions I have to offer. I think uh, I think we we went way longer than we <laughs> anticipated. Oh uh, yeah, this is way too long. Hopefully, you can turn this into something that's. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and put this in in two parts. That way, it's a little easier to digest. But uh, but yeah, this was uh this was the first episode of the the Sycamore Saints podcast. Victor, I appreciate <laughs> you coming on. I know you're gonna be on quite often. Hope to have you on every episode if we can. That's but, a good. Uh, but yeah. We'll talk about uh, the inferiority of uh, LeBron next time and the superiority of Michael Jordan. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna dive into that next podcast. We'll we'll go into the Michael Jordan versus LeBron thing. Please not next podcast. I don't have it in me. Let's save that for some offseason <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> yeah, some slow. You're right. You're right. You're right. That needs to be a whole separate. There's too, thing. There's too many things to talk about otherwise. He just wants a way postponed so LeBron keeps on winning and he's going to win the next title and then he has more ammunition. Hey, if he gets a six, man. If LeBron wins the fifth title and gets finals MVP, I think LeBron is a GOAT. But we won't discuss this from here on out. If he does that, he's a Kobe. But uh, but all right, we will catch everyone in the next episode. Hopefully we'll do this within the next few days. Oh, yeah. Fun. Thank you, boys. Take more Saints. Later. Adios.